everyone, this is Brooke and you're listening to the Vintage Gardener Podcast, which is where I give you tips and tricks on gardening, particularly if you're like me and you garden in southern New Jersey, which is zone 7A. So today we are going to continue our plant trial reviews. So we are going to start off with some verbascum, which also is known as mullein. So the first one up is the Shades of Summer. Uh, so this is a mix of pink, purple, and white. It is winter hardy in most zones. Uh, the mature size for this one is 36 inches. Um, I planted this one six to nine inches apart. Um, I, I tried winter sowing it in March in 2020, but this was part of the greenhouse tragedy. If you guys are trying to figure out what I'm talking about, uh, you might want to jump over to my YouTube channel because my greenhouse flipped a couple times last year. Uh, it was a bit of a bummer. So I didn't get any in 2020. Both 2021, I had a successful uh, winter sowing in early January, February. It is first year flowering, so which was surprising because I thought it was probably going to take two years. Um, it's very, very pretty. It... It's, it's kind of weird because when you start growing so many different types of varieties of plants, you realize that how many plants, depending upon the variety, look like other types of plants. In some ways, the Shades of Summer Bascom reminded me of like Angelonia a little bit, especially with the foliage. Uh, but yes, yeah, it's, 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 it's really... It's a really nice one. If you're looking for something that kind of will remind you a little bit of Angelonia, but it's perennial, definitely try Shades of Summer Verbascum. Then let's see, I did Banana Custard Verbascum. This was in the yellow section. I don't know if this one bloomed this year. Uh, so this is a yellow flowering. Um, it's winter hardy to zone seven. This one gets will get 70 inches tall. Uh, so you want to space it about 12 to 18 inches apart. In 2020, this once again was one of the casualties of the greenhouse disaster. In 2021, I did have successful winter sowing with the seeds that I had left. I didn't see it in the yellow section. Like I said, I don't know that it blooms its first year. And because of how thick the yellow section was, I'm just wondering if it just got lost back there. Um, cause I did, but like I said, I, I think the reason I didn't see any flowering on it is cause it doesn't bloom this year. I did notice that it had a massive, a massive base on the plant. So I think next year I should see something, um, judging by the mass. Cause I mean, that mass was huge. As a matter of fact, you know what? I think this is one, well, let's put it this way. In my yard, I probably should have spaced it more like three feet apart because of how big it got. But um, yeah, so next year, I, I'm, I'm fairly confident I'm going to see some stalks and I'll see how it goes. Because um, there's another yellow one that I planted uh, that we're going to talk about next. And it's called Silver Lining Verbascum. Now, this one, I did note this one needs to be two to three feet apart spacing. So you know what, guys? Maybe what I saw with the mass of plant that I saw was actually silver lining, not banana custard. Maybe banana custard was one of the smaller ones. But in 2020, I tried uh, doing a March, winter, a March winter sowing. The greenhouse flipped. 
I thought I lost all the seeds. Well, it turns out one of the seeds ended up near my compost pile. And at first I thought it was a weed, but then when I started looking at it, I realized it's a vascum. So I didn't cut it down. It's actually bloomed again this year and it's, it's absolutely tall and it just looks so odd in the middle of my compost pile. But, uh, I need to really transplant it and next year, hopefully I'll do that. Uh, this year I did a January winter sowing. It was successful. Um, it did have tall spires. This one, I did have one of them that bloomed. It was in the yellow section. It got lost in all of the sunflower. But when I was walking along the back of the bed, I think it was checking on my hydrangeas. That's when I saw it. Um, so next year, those sunflowers um, will not be there. I mean, I'll do smaller clumps of sunflowers so that you can see the other things that are there. Uh, but it definitely has the the flower head like the green on it it's got kind of more of a silverish tint to the green so that's what i think that's why they call it silver lining uh but it, it's it's winter hardy to zone seven and this one will get five to six feet tall okay so then there was the southern charm verbascum and this i put in the orange section it's kind of got some mixed colors you plant this one two to three feet apart i think i tried some in 2020 but that it was a disaster of the greenhouse this year I did an early winter sowing, which is quite successful. I don't believe that it blooms the first year. I do I do see patches of it all throughout a bunch of different beds. It's definitely the clumps of the clumps of it are definitely getting bigger. So I'm I, I'm thinking that next year is when I'm gonna see these uh, babies come up and start blooming. Uh, then last, I think the last verbascum I tried was snowy spires. Now I did, I did not plant any of this in 2020. I don't think if I did plant it in 2020, I think the greenhouse flipped, but for some strange reason, I think because the greenhouse had flipped two times, I think I just didn't plant it because I, I was kind of depressed about the whole situation. Uh, but this year I did an, uh, an early winter sowing, like January, February, it was successful. I did not get to plant any of these because that early, early heat wave we had killed all of the ones that I had. So that was a bummer. I'm going to try it again. Uh, so the next thing we're going to go to is pincushion flower, which is also known as scabiosa. Um, there's two different types of scabiosa. Uh, one is the scabiosa caucasia, which is the Isaac House blend. This one is the perennial. Um, so this this one gets maybe, I would say, 18 to 24 inches tall and wide. It is hardy to zone five. Um, the Isaac House blend is a mix of blue, lilac, and white. And so, interestingly enough, when I planted this in 2020, I got plants that flowered the first year. I put, I did some winter sowing and I had good success, but for whatever reason, it, it didn't, it didn't bloom this year. So I have some in the purple sections, but it just, it didn't bloom this year. I, I the foliage is there and it's getting bigger, but it did not put up any bloom stalks. Um, so it, they don't, right now they don't seem like they're dying back all, this winter, but interestingly enough, the ones that I planted in 2020, like that one actually died at the end of this year. So that was the thing that I noticed that when the, in 2020, that particular scabiosa, the white one did not die back. 
um, all the way. And this year when it came back, it was like four feet tall, which was very unusual because they usually only get like 24 inches. And on top of that, I had it in the uh, promenade bed, which because it's a little bit more sandy, uh, I didn't think it was going to react that way. So I I think what's probably going to happen with the Isaac Houseblend and Scabiosa is that in the purple section, it's going to really take off next year. And then we'll see what happens. Um, with the one that was four feet this year, I'm, I'm curious to see, is that going to come back next year? You know, because like I said, last year, it didn't die all the way back. So we'll see. Um, I think... I had a 75% germination this year. The seeds that I sowed though were from ones that I sa I seed saved. So I don't know, I mean, don't get wrong, 75% germination is good, but I don't know if I harvested the seed heads at the right time, which is maybe why it was lower, um, but we'll see. Now the one that's in the prominent bed this year, it spreads seeds everywhere. So I'm gonna be ripping out seeds, seedlings and planting them, I think on the other side of the bed. So uh, like I said, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. It makes a nice cut flower. The heads on it were kind of tiny. Uh, and if you, the more you cut it, the more it will rebloom. Then I did a uh, Scabiosa. I did the Black Knight, the Black Knight one. And there was another variety that I had. Um, and quite frankly, I can't remember. I don't remember seeing, I think I started it, but I don't recall seeing any of them bloom and I'm not really sure why. And quite frankly, I don't even remember the name of the one that I tried, except there it was kind of more um, purple than red. Uh, but let's talk about Black Knight because that's the one I definitely got blooms on. So it's like a deep maroon. Um, I think I did eight to 12 inch spacing. Um, the mature size is like 18 to 24 inches. Uh, I note that I winter sewed it in February like late February, early March, it was quite successful. Um, I, I felt that it had late blooms due to the late planting, it had sturdy stems. I did use a couple in some flower arrangements. The frost has not killed it. So we've had a number of freezes. As a matter of fact, now that it's December, it's been freezing just about every other night and you know, it's still green and still thriving. So surprise, surprise for that one. <laughs> Uh, then let's talk about Bells of Ireland. Bells of Ireland is kind of tricky. Um, this one is an annual. It matures at either 18 to 28 inches. You propagate it by seed. The flower color is chartreuse. And I planted it like 12 inches apart. I noted that I needed to plant this one as early as possible. I planted mine late and so all of these um, seedlings were very stunted. Um, but one thing I do note is that it can be sprouted in fall and then overwintered with protection, um, like a cold frame. And this is one of the plants that is listed as a, um, a cool weather plant. There is a book by uh, Lisa Mason Ziegler called Cool Flowers. And so there's some annuals, like for example, Bells of Ireland is one, and um, Love and a Mist or Nigella is another, that you can sprout in the fall. And if you put like a row cover over it, um, those, the roots will continue to develop over the winter and they'll come up in spring. And if you're growing cut flowers, they recommend that you do that because the plants tend to be taller and you get earlier blooms. 
Um, I, I, I know with some of the Nigella, some of them already self-seeded and started coming up and they've been covered by leaves. So I'll see, it'll be interesting to see if they overwinter. Um, with the Bells of Ireland, whatever I start, I'm just, I have to make sure I plant as early as possible. So basically when, I, the way I look at it is as soon as the ground can be worked in like March or wherever it is that you live, get these babies in the ground. Um, I tried growing these in 2020 um, in a modified winter sowing in cold frame. I had like no success, but early winter sowing, um, definitely it, 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 yeah, it was amazing. Um, definitely, the, it definitely the best way to start it is via winter sewing. So, um, then let's talk about some carnations. So, I just realized there's a couple that I did not do sheets for, but I do remember them, so we'll go over them. So, the first one is orange sherbet. Uh, this one is called, this one is hardy in zones 68. It's the tender perennial in those zones. Um, last year I grew some, I don't think any of them survived the winter. So it's, for me, it's definitely an annual. The flower is orange. It gets about 12 to 28 inches tall. Uh, I planted it like nine to 12 inches apart. I start, did this one in 2020 and I did it in March and it was, it, you know, I remember I had decent germination from what I remember, or actually, you know what? I think I did have decent germination, but I think this one, the when the greenhouse flipped, I was able to only salvage a couple of them. One thing I did notice in 2020 is that it took a while to bloom and it just seemed to struggle in the promenade garden. So I would not put it there again. Uh, this year I did an early winter sowing and I had much better germination. Um, the seeds I used this year that were older, so I can think considering that I got really good germination. I did get some blooms. I put them in the orange section. You know, the difficulty f was that with the orange section, some of the other plants in the orange section were so vigorous that I could not see everything that I planted. And unfortunately, um, I did see like the one orange sherbet. I, I'm sure that there were others. It's just that I couldn't see them. Uh, this year for the orange section, I'm not going to plant any four o'clocks, the peach scented ones, because number one, I think they dropped enough seed that they're going to come back. And it's just the four o'clocks were definitely a thug, but we're going to go over that more in a different section. But I think the four o'clocks overcame the orange sherbet. Okay, so then I planted this one variety called Chabot Benigna that I got from Florette. The mature size is 24 to 30 inches. Um, it has white with like raspberry edges. Um, I did winter sowing in January. I did not have good germination. I'm gonna try March winter sowing, but the other thing is, and I think my biggest problem is that I used this one. I'm I'm really I'm morally certain that I used a Swoma potting soil. So I and I think that's the problem because. Um, I didn't have that issue with the other ones that I planted. So the next two I planted were called, um, they're called Grenadine. It's the Grenadine series of carnations. So I did Grenadine pink and Grenadine white. I winter sowed them probably in February. Amazing germination. Um, the white, I didn't get to plant any because that early, because you know, the way I planted my garden was pink 
then like I think it was like red, then pink, then orange, then yellow. So by the, so the white was the last section, and by that point with that heat wave, we had it killed. I think it killed almost all of the white ones. The pink ones because that was an earlier section, I got those in. The one thing I'm noticing about it is that they put on a lot of growth, but they didn't actually send up any bloom stock. So I'm not sure that variety flowers on the first year. Um, it's still out there. It seems to be overwintering. I was not under the impression that it was um, a, a perennial or a biennial, but that seems to be what the grenadine ones are. So I will keep you posted with the pink to see how they, well they do. I will definitely be starting some more of the white. Um, cause I, you know, I'll see how it goes because if the pink ones die after a year, then that's one of those types of things that I'll just start a few every year to make sure I always have, um, carnation blooms. I'm looking forward to those because I do believe they have a clove scent and I think that'll be really nice in my garden. Uh, so that's it for carnations. Uh, so the next two things I'm doing are Shasta daisies. So I started two from seed. Uh, one is called Alaska and one is called Silver Princess. So the Silver Princess of the two, that's the shorter one. It gets 12 to 18 inches tall. Uh, they're both winter hardy. Um, let's see. This one, I would, I think I planted 12 inches apart. The Silver Princess, that is. And I winter sowed it in either late January, or early February. Sowing was successful. It did not flower the first year. Uh, the Alaska is the taller one. The mature size is 18 inches wide, 30 inches high. Um, I think definitely plant it more like 18 inches apart because it's going to get bigger. Um, it did really well with winter sowing and it too did not bloom the first year. Um, the more so I noticed with the Alaska one, it's definitely the base of the plant. It's putting on a, uh, it's making a really huge base between, cause the, uh, the white section I planted last. So when I put in the, um, the Shasta daisies, I know how small they were and they, in terms of the base of them, I mean, it's more than quadrupled in size. So I think next year it's going to send up some stalks and I think it's, it's going to be absolutely, uh absolutely phenomenal so guys that is it for today's episode um i hope you guys are enjoying this i hope you guys have um you know picked up some other plants that you'd like to add to your to-do list and i just want to remind you guys that once again we're having a winter sewing q a on january 14th at 8 p.m and it's going to be a combination of lecture and um, q a so join me for that on podbean also if you want to see me, you can tune in on Facebook, not Facebook Live, um, Instagram Live and YouTube Live. So anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining me today. I will see you in the next podcast.